Good evening, all. Please take a seat. Mind the dirt, do mind the grime, for I will only take a moment of your time. I am so needy, but I'm not greedy, and I will not ask again, for I will sing as long as I'm alive in Drake and Hellion. Who wants a fable? How about you? So I begin, please do lean in for the journey looming near. Hello and welcome to Fate and Fables. My name is Matthew Jackson, your DM. Last chapter we listened as Thunk and Scrad were tasked with defending the entrance of Nadir. A kobold that they were put in charge of managed to steal for them the spellbook of a wizard locked up in the cells known as Galandan. But before they could enact any plan, a pair of adventurers stumbled in, bruised and beaten, into the cave entrance. After a brief questioning, with some thaumaturgic voice work from Scrad, the duo fought them into submission and dragged them into Nadir. The pair of unfortunate travellers consisted of an elven woman known as Amaral, and an older man called Lucian, and they were not in a good way. The goblins, somewhat split in the decision of what to do with them, decided on using a marrel as leverage with Iris. So Thunk took the elf to Iris, and Scrad, however, despite promising not to hurt Lucian, ordered cobbles to shoot him full of crossbow bolts as soon as a marrel left their sight. Nadir is a destitute place full of corruption and despair, and it seems these goblins have become their true nasty little selves. However, some time has passed since the last chapter, and a force for good approaches. In this, Chapter 5 of Escape from Nadir. You've spent six days. Okay. So almost almost a whole week um, living in healed? Nadir. Your wounds have healed. Uh, you may refresh any abilities that you may have. Oh, thank gosh. Um, regain spell slots. And uh, you have decorated the inside of your living quarters. Mm. I wonder in what sort of ways have you done that? I can answer that. Um, I keep things quite simple, but I have found a way to mount Grunt's ear <laughs> on the wall, which I removed specifically for this purpose. <laughs> You put it up. I have a little t- shelf, and I've carved with um with my rusty shiv. I've carved ears I'd done and gone and did. <laughs> <laughs> um, I assume Scrad has scuttled his way to live into this room as well, right? Oh, very much. Oh, I so. just want to. I just want to make make sure. Um, I'm not actually stupid. It's just a quaint sort of private thing I do. It's, I a, do like, it's a it's a private joke. No, not a private joke. Just like it's a sort of like a you know like me sort of coming to terms with my hobgoblin side. I'm like, <laughs> I am a bit of a hobgoblin. Okay, I'm like quite, I'm quite embarrassed by it, to be honest. Yeah, you don't know how you feel, but you were compelled to put it up there by your hobgoblin side. Yeah, um, and, and my crafty side as well. Yeah, you have felt. Uh, both of you have felt a little bit less, um, sort of like confused since you've been in Nadir. Uh, it's been easy. You've sort of slid into your monster mindsets a little bit more easily. Uh, Scrad finds it very easy to boss around all the kobolds. Um, and Thunk finds it easy to uh, walk around uh, the prison cells um, and looking at all the prisons. 
you you have been given the uh, thunk has been given the role of uh, keeping um, all of the uh, lizard men in line. Ooh, Ooh, I'm in charge of the lizard men. Lizard men. Um, they are unruly and difficult to control, and you can tell that a lot of them don't respect you um, as a ruler. Um, Scrad has been given the job of the going around each of the cells um, and marking the condition of you the prison. You got the condition. job! <laughs> the condi- I was gunning for that job since day one, baby. Condition of the prisoners uh, inside their cells. And when there's one that's dead, uh, you're you're the one who uh, gets all the cobbles to get in there, clean it up. Uh, Are you saying I'm body. in charge of, of a bunch of kobolds? Yeah, you have you have. Let me see. You have roughly. No one can see you looking at me. <laughs> Sorry, I looked at. Uh, you I have... looked at. Thug. Stop giving me winks and knowing looks. It's an <laughs> yeah, audio. It's, it's an experience. audio show. Sorry. If, if you give, you can say wink and knowing look, or like say that your character does it. Bow. What's that? What's that? <laughs> you just looked at him and said bow. That does not translate. Uh, the audience and I have a rapport. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I'm the you have, boy. You have roughly uh, you have roughly ten cobbles that listen to you, and Hell one yeah. one that begrudgingly is like uh, number two. Mm. Thank you guys. Uh, your number two cobbled. What's the name uh, of the number two cobbled? Uh, it is Turd. Yeah, boy. <laughs> but he would prefer you. Is call he a him. big number two or a quite a small one? <laughs> He's fairly small. I imagine Thunk and Scrad make these jokes a lot. Um, he doesn't like to be called Turd. He likes to be called... Number two. <laughs> Deuce. He, he likes to be called Cobb. And even when you call him number two, he winces a bit. And he's like, oh, do you have to call me that? I just want some goddamn respect in this goddamn stupid prison. So does he count as one of the ten kobolds that listen no, to No, he's an eleventh. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, boy. So, um... Yeah, you have you have all these um, under you, uh, Thunk. You have roughly five lizard guards. Oh no, sorry, four lizard guards. As um, one of them uh, got got recently, um, as there was they were doing. You sent you sent a couple out on patrol outside of Nadir, um, yeah. as you were advised by uh, Orox. You sent out one of your lizard men on a patrol uh, recently. And begrudgingly, he did so. Um, or rather, you sent a couple out, and only one of them returned. Uh, and um, you were in- inquisiting him at the door uh, where-, where he came back, and all the kobolds were like in a flurry, and Scrad came and got you, and this lizard man was here. Um, and uh, like, he's-, he's talking to you. This is like right at the end of the week, and um, it's like. Where is where is the hobgoblin? <sighs> and you like come walking up, like a lot of cobbles move out of the way. Uh, Scrad is, um, <clears throat> I imagine, uh, following up behind you in a fanciful manner, probably doing a couple of cartwheels, not taking the situation seriously. Um, and the lizard man comes up to you. He looks like he's got a great, uh, like a. Um, giant sort of bash in the side, in his side, almost like um, some of his scales have, have turned purple where they're normally green, almost like it's like a giant bruise is spread around his scales. They're sort of cracked in some places. Uh, he has a giant um, sort of like a bunch of gashes along his shoulder, uh, almost looking like uh, bite marks. Um, 
and he uh, is bleeding quite a lot. He looks quite pale compared to how he was before. Um, like he's lost a lot of blood, um, and his uh, shield is all gashed up. And he goes, "There were problems on the patrol. There is a the animals of the surrounding forests have turned against us." What happened? What did the animals turn? What? I was attacked by an owl bear and a and a ram. And a boar, I think, was where's, there. Where's the other one of you people I sent out? He died. Why don't you die as well? What? Did you run? Yes, I escaped so I could tell and alert the rest of the fortress. There's more or less no there's no other forces here. Well, what did there's, you expect me to do? There, Stay and fight and die? I'm a hobgoblin, yes. Well, if I had, then you would not know and it may be coming here. Well, you may have died with some sort of shred of honor left. How dare you? You with no honor. You've just ascended to Iris' favor because of luck. I fought an ogre. Yes, any one of us could have killed that ogre. That wasn't hard. I think he was challenged in some way. That's not cool, man. You're right, I'm sorry. It wasn't very sensitive. That's really fucked up. Yes, okay, I have regrets for saying that now. Good. Good, you should be glad. Well, you killed. Are they come? Did they? Did they follow you? Were you followed? Perhaps. Well, oh, you're an idiot. We should ready for some sort of attack. Uh, fine. Prepare the troops. You uh, do it. Do you even know my name? Lizard man. That's racist. And he just starts walking off. Wait. Uh, I'll. Uh, yeah. He turns I'll, back. What? I'll. I will. I'll inform Iris. Thank you. But if you run away from a fight again, I'll kill you myself. What? Fair. And bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> and he scurries off into one of the dens off to the side uh, where the lizard men stay when they're not working. Uh, Scrad, you look like you have something to say. Uh, I turn to Terb. Uh, Is Terb there with you? Terb. Terb. He's he uh, make a perception check. Yeah. Terb. Yes. Using the draconic pronunciation. Uh, Eleven plus. Uh, what is it? Perception. No. Uh, perception. Perception. Uh, yes, it's plus. It's eleven plus uh, intelligence. Is it? Uh, perception is wisdom. If you don't oh, have it's wisdom. Uh, okay, sorry. It's fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Um, you look around. Uh, and uh, you, you turn. You can't see him. Do you call out for him? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh He goes. I'm right behind you. It seemed as you turned, he stayed. Whoa. He stayed behind you. Uh, Thunk could probably see it, but he he's didn't. so sneaky. Nothing, I love this guy. Nothing personnel. I'm very sneaky. What do you need? I did a sneaky number two today as well. Hey, shut the fuck. Same. It's number two. Stop. Are you making another poo joke at my expense? Oh, um, I have things to do. Quab, Thunk. I know a lot of people around here. Too seem- late. I'm already gone. What? Hey, hey, hey! And you just walk off. God, that guy's a jerk. Yeah, he's become a bit of a joke. <sighs> hey, Quab. Yeah, what? You gotta ready the boys. Ready the boys? Yeah. Get all the other kobolds ready. Get the kobolds ready. What for? Hmm, I don't know yet, but just make them ready. Well, how am I supposed to know what they're ready for? If hey, you look, want... I gave you that elven sword. Yeah, I can't lift that. Yeah, but it's yours. It's like four times my size. Yeah, but you could sell it. To who? I'm stuck here. Sell it to me! <laughs> oh, 
Would you like to buy an elven sword from me? Yeah, I'll give you ten gold coins. I feel like that's way under the value. Well, do you want to sell it or not? <laughs> All right, I'll take the ten gold coins. Yeah, I go down to fifty gold coins. <laughs> You do realize that essentially you've just given me ten gold coins, right? I want the... oh. <laughs> if you don't give me the sword, I'll kill you! No, you can have the sword, but you realize that you can just take that. Like... I'm a nice guy. I don't know if you are. Scrid! That's, that's your own name. You just said your own name. Stop walking I away from a, me. I do a backflip away from him. Um... <laughs> okay. Uh, and um, I say, ready the bo- oh, yeah. Ready the boys as I backflip out of the hallway. Okay. Um now. Uh <laughs> <laughs> You were such a jerk this game. Yeah, the power's gone to my head. Um, what can I say? Do you do you meet with Iris? Yeah. Okay. So you, you wander up the staircase, the I stone assume steps. I'm not invited, uh yeah, you could go if you would like to scrub. Yeah, I I think I follow him pretty yeah. much everywhere now. So. Um and you both uh scurry up the stairs and through different chambers, you go past the two uh Owlbears uh, that are still starving. It seems they've lost a fair bit of energy um, to their original attack. Uh, perhaps the people that were in charge before were feeding them. Um, but uh, you guys certainly haven't yet. Um, so, uh, yes? No, he's gone. What? You're going to feed them the dead guy, weren't you? No, he's going to feed them a couple kobolds. Are you going to feed them a, him, them a couple kobolds? You can still mm. do that if you'd like. You pause just next to the yeah. Albers. You see them both sleeping. You can see their rib cages underneath their fur. Scrap, come on. What do you. What do you I want to like feed them something. Well, oh, this is one of your weird adventures, isn't it? They're hungry. I'll talk to Iris about it. I don't think. Okay. Um, you go through a set of doors and you're into Iris's uh, great chamber. Um, you see the. Uh, the various figures that were chained up to the ceiling. There are none that are left alive. It seems they are now ornamental. Uh, you see several of the um, uh, stone statues of different creatures and monsters that have been petrified by Iris's uh, petrification powers. Um, you see a giant mound of treasure that still remains there before uh, with several chests laying around them. Um, and... Uh, of course you see the large jail cell where um, in the shadows you assume still still lies the Immoral. silver dragon, oh, silver dragon. Uh, chained up uh, Immoral is in a prison cell uh, down, downstairs uh, a few levels in mm. the main prisons um, you approach and enter the platform um, and you hear like mostly silence just like sort of like you can faintly hear the rushing of a river from emanating from a well in the middle of the room um iris uh thank calls out iris boss boss. oh magnificent unblinking eye (laughs) that's what i was waiting for and um sure enough emerging from a uh chamber built into the into the Walls high up on the ceiling, um, the giant purple eyeball um, uh, emerges with its several different eye stalks uh, looking around the room, um, grinning, a giant toothy grin. Uh, she comes down. Oh, Scrad and Thunk, my two most, most excellent minions. How is it going today? 
Oh, you grow more beautiful by every passing hour. Oh, Scrad, you're my favorite minion that I have. Oh. <laughs> Except for you, Thunk. Right. You're oh. also my favorite. Uh, all right, so let's cut to the chase. We got uh, good news and bad news. Which uh, which do you want first? She and she sort of like the grin on her face sort of like freezes. And uh, we also have neutral news. Um, Scrad has neutral news. Yes. The, all of the all of the ice dogs that were initially like searching each corner of the room in a paranoid fashion all like flip onto Thunk, and then a couple onto Scrad as well. Uh, Iris, would you what like the good bad news? Bad news? Do you have? Do you want the bad news? Yes. The good news or the neutral news first? I would like the bad news, uh, then the neutral news, and then the, if the good news is good enough, I'll see if you two remain uh, on this mortal plane. How about that? Okay. I'm going to give you the good news first because it's probably the least important. Oh, that's not the preference that oh. I just gave you, but okay. go ahead if you think it'll suit you. No. Well, the bad news is the animals of the nearby forest, have, they turned on one of my lizard men. Uh, and I Your remember, lizard men? Well, I didn't remember it. I don't remember names. I'm sorry, boss. That's fine. But one of the lizard men... We need to... Yeah, he's dead. We need to prepare for an attack. An attack? Possibly. We she seems know. very serious. She goes... Well, that is some very unfortunate news. What's the neutral news? Scrad. Well, you're illustrious one. She smiles again, but it's, it seems to be sort of like like the suspicion in all of her eyes. Oh, no doubt. Yes. I would be too if I was talking to Scrad. Yes. Um, I was wondering if... It's more of a question. <laughs> that, is, that is not news at all then, is yes, it? Yes, it is. The owlbears outside look very hungry and tired. Can I feed them a kobold? Yes. Or something else? If, if you think that that will be okay and that's all that they can eat, why not feed them one of the prisoners? Oh, I was going to ask, which one would you like me to feed them? Oh, that's your job, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sorry. She starts to look angry, like getting slowly angry. And what's the good news, both of you? And it better be good. I... Scrad, be careful. Scrad puts up his finger <laughs> to stop Thunk from talking. Well, we heard that the necromancer has fallen ill. Roll a deception oh, check. No. I'm going to die. <laughs> uh, 12 plus 5, that's 17. 17. Can oh, you not stare <laughs> behind the screen at my rolls? <laughs> Breaking the rules. That was like you full on leaned over the screen. I forgot I'm not supposed to look. She stares hard at you. Oh, shit. Uh, you even see her, the giant eye in the center, the one with the scar on <sighs> that is gray and blind. Even that moves to try and look at you. Fuck. Um, and you feel your the little goblin paws on mm. your temple start to sweat. No. Um, and she goes, Really? How do you know this? Lemwood has fallen ill? Well, one of the lizard men said so to me. Which one? I don't know names. Ask Thunk. She turns to you. Which one said this? Uh, last time I tried to guess a lizard man's name, I was called a racist. <laughs> I'm not inclined to comment. I think it the might be the one, one that died. Well, I'll tell you what. Bring them all to me this evening. Can I tell you my good news? Oh, I did not know that there were two pieces of good news, but that is extremely good news, Scrad. Well done. I do this. I hold my head and in my hands and look cute. <laughs> you try and look cute. Roll performance. Thunk, what is your good news? 
15. <clears throat> it's quite cute. It's quite cute, Scrad. <laughs> uh, no, I just what I wanted to say. Um, when I first came here, I was pretty, I was very, very, very stressed out, and I may have, you know, said and done some things uh, when I was having a bad time. And I, I've been having a nice time. My quarters are really nice, and I've relaxed a lot. Um, kind of settled into the role. I just wanted to say thanks for the opportunity. Well, thank you for not being a minion that I want to disintegrate when uh, you come and talk to me. Yeah. That's, it makes me happy as well. I'm glad that, that you're fitting well into Nadir and you've found your place and that yes. you don't want to leave. It's like something about orderliness and helping others in a sort of horde environment speaks to me these days. Uh, that's mm. probably because you're a hobgoblin. Ah. Well... I'm off then. Uh, <laughs> Stop smacking the table <laughs> on a show where I add in sound effects in post. You don't need to smack the table to simulate your footsteps. Okay, okay. just say. Just for the record, though, okay, I reckon my footsteps sound like this. Okay, yes, thank you. Can you just use that same hand? Anyway. I'll try and use. I'll no, try and sample use... from the audio. Um, as uh, as he's leaving, Scrad takes a very deep bow. Okay. And he goes, Your Majesty! And then... I like that one. Titters off. <laughs> Thank you, Scrad. See you next time. Um, and she drifts up to her chambers. Oh, actually, she goes about um, uh, inspecting her treasure pile um, just as you leave. Okay, so whilst this is happening, um, what are you guys doing to get ready for this attack, so to speak? I feed the owlbears a prisoner. Okay, which prisoner? Um, are there any sick prisoners? Uh, Galandan's not looking great. And so Scrat's thinking about different yeah, uh, maybe I'm, I'm creatures to feed to the owlbear. Talk to uh, to, uh, to thunk about yeah. it. So you guys are talking about that? We're, I'm, we're just talking walking, I reckon, as we go out the door. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. You know, I think we should feed the the owlbears someone. Right. <sighs> Who can we feed? There's no one really that sick except for Galandan. Gallandan might come in here and we might need him. He could okay. be in a lot of trouble pretty soon. And I don't think a kobold's going to be enough. They're pretty big outbits. They're little baby kobolds. Well, I have been having a problem with that lizard man. You know, he called me a racist. And he yeah. ran away from combat. Yeah, and if you kill him, the other ones might respect you more. Also, technically, I'm a speciesist. <laughs> okay, I don't really understand that. But yeah, let's do that. And let's make a show of it. I'll leave that to you, Scrap. I'm okay. sure you can handle that. Okay, so whilst that's going on... Um, Just don't forget that bell, because if you feed them... Ding-a-ling-a-ling! Okay. okay, so while that's happening... Away from Nadir, in the surrounding countryside, there sits a dwarf. She is older. She has a grey beard that starts at her chin and braids up with her hair, surrounding her whole head in an intricate dwarven pattern. She wears chainmail armour that is intermingled with flowers and vines. She walks with a gnarled black club. She hunts for her son, who has been lost to her for some time now. I introduce Gwynberyl Grumblebraid. Dwarven cleric of Pomona and smuggler. She sits and waits with a uh, an owlbear at her side 
So you've been watching this prison for a few days. Yeah. Um, and uh, in fact, a little while ago was when there was two lizard men on patrol. And as much as you tried to stay out of their way, um, the owlbear attacked and soon followed in uh, this giant ram with you. And sure enough, a ball that's followed with you. You've been... You've found um, this place because Bub went on a mission uh, to discover and free uh, several dwarves and other prisoners that they may know who were um, allies to you in um, your smuggling efforts over at Dradur. And you have basically, you eventually arrived at this prison. And after with after being guided by Pomona, your goddess, um, and communing with the surrounding forest nature, uh, these creatures were the ones that fucked you. A small, uh, dark, short-haired boar, um, maybe like uh, three or four feet. It's sturdy. It's a, it is a sturdy unit, a little <laughs> one. Um, he's got tiny little tusks. He seems very stubborn, um, and he has come to your aid. Mm-hmm. There is a giant owlbear, that uh, has that you were very tentative when you first encountered it um, when it answered your call to nature. Um, that looks as ferocious um, as it is magnificent in its feathers and fur, um, and it's got like these huge eyes that, when you eventually like found it in in I imagine some uh, secluded uh, glade in the in the forest. Um, you also saw it had a steely determination in its eyes. Um, and there was also a, uh, a ram that came to your aid immediately and seemed... It was almost as you, as you met this ram, it was almost like meeting a friend that you hadn't seen in a long time. You just Aww. got that, that general feeling from it. Yeah. And quickly, Grinberrel gave each of them nicknames. Yes. Um, as you tracked your stupid son, Bub, um, who has been lost. Yeah. Uh, which is... A prisoner that little does Scrad and Thunk know has been locked up in this prison in one of the smaller cells, and it's just a quiet dwarf. So not someone we've, we've come across. So. Not someone that you've spoken to, but it is would be someone that um, Scrad has marked as okay. still living, but just in one of the yeah, just prison like a cells. Prisoner. Yeah, um, you have eventually come to the side of a hillside. Um, you know that a river actually it's a, it's a strange it's a strange uh, piece of landscape in the, the river runs through it um, and you eventually find a cave where uh, you watch for days as occasionally a cobbled or two skitters out to try and gather food or supplies um, it, at one point two lizard men came out and you followed them trying to be stealthy but eventually when the cover broke um there was a fight. You managed to destroy one, kill one of them, but the other got away. Um, and you are now just camped and dusk is falling. Is there anything particular you would like to do to get inside this place? I imagine... Yeah. I'd, I'd like to scout around the sides to see if there's somewhere other than the main entrance that I can sneak in. Okay. Um, please make a survival check. Okay. Okay, uh, so that's... 23. 23. Okay, so scouting around the outside, um, you eventually... You don't find a very 
easy entrance, but you do notice on the other side of this hill, there is a giant boulder uh, pushed into the side of the rock face, um, almost as if it's concealing a secret entrance or exit of some sort. Okay. Um, it looks unnatural to you, especially as a dwarf, you can tell that there's been some sort of work done here. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't seem like an easy entrance. Okay. Um, I'm going to have a chat to Brambles, the yeah. man. Oh. Uh, yes. Just, you turned to him. I just turned to him. Uh, Bra- Brambles, do you reckon you could, you could hop up there and just see if you can give that boulder a wee bit of a nudge? Uh, Brambles, which is a giant ram, uh, roughly the size of a large horse, um, sort of, he's been eating some of the brush and he has no problem, uh, jumping up the side of the hill face to follow you. Um, but, uh, unfortunately, uh, John, your boar, um, is still down at the base of the hillside. Can I carry John? Uh, you can carry him. So he's been, he's just been in your arms the whole time. Um, and uh, the goat, which was chewing some of the underbrush, sort of looks up at you um, and he looks towards the boulder um, and he just dips his head once in a nod um, and he sort of moves backwards along the ridge that this boulder is uh, on the same plane as and he takes a good solid run at it um, with his giant curly horns uh, facing downwards at it. Uh, let me just get some giant goat stats. John literally sounds like he's a wombat. Yes. <laughs> so cute. Okay. Uh, there we go. Uh, okay, so... John slams into the side of this boulder. Um, Brambles. Brambles. John, John doesn't stand John imagines, <laughs> John imagines he's doing it, but it's Bramble that's doing it. Uh, okay. And bam, crashes into it, and there's a large sort of like crack that lets out. It almost like echoes out in the surrounding hillside, um, and you just see like a large crack appear on the boulder. Um and John, like, uh, sorry, Brambles takes another couple of steps back, the giant goat um, shaking its head slightly, um, and uh, it looks sideways at you as if to be like, one more? Do you, do you, want, do you want this? Is this my done? Go, go again, Brambles. See if you can <laughs> give it a good nut. He, trash, he uh, trots back uh, the way he comes uh, just for another run-up, um, and this time sprints at full force uh, right into it and sure enough there is another loud cracking noise and the boulder sort of splits and a large section of it crumbles off and it sort of starts to fall into the hillside like it uh, topples over and um, slams into the inside and you just hear a great thud come from now just a hole in the side of the mountain uh do you peek in yes uh Gwyn Beryl's tiny little uh dwarven head and I should uh note what Gwyn Beryl looks like she is uh small clad in um uh 
chain mail with lots of different roots and pieces of vegetation still growing in some of it. She has a grey, is it grey or, gr- gray. or brown? Yeah. She's a grey beard uh, braided <laughs> that starts uh, at her face and it actually braids up into her hair in a very elaborate braid, almost like the hair goes all around the this whole circumference of her head. Um, she carries a small gnarled uh, black wooden club with her um, and she uses that to uh, prop herself up as she leans a little bit into this hole that she now looks down into. Um, the light floods from where you are. The dim twilight's just sort of like the orange of the sun setting behind you. Um, and you see a large lair of sorts. You can see um, a platform just barely that has now got a boulder on it. You can see several bodies hanging from chains just around the outside. Um, And uh, please make a perception check. Um, What do I... 26. 26. Um, you can see there are there is a creature staring at you from uh, far down below. Um, you can see it has a giant grey eye with two diamonds overlapping on it. See, but it's almost like one diamond. Uh, over another one. Like a Venn diagram, but diamonds. Yeah, a Venn, di- a Venn diamond gram. Ooh, and- <laughs> bye. <laughs> and uh, it stares up at you. It has um, several eyes, also smaller eyes on stalks around, also staring up. Um, and it's just frozen, staring at you, and you staring down at it. Cool. What does Grimmel Grim- Grim- do? Um, well, she's definitely seeing me right, so there's no sense in running away from it. Make an insight check. Uh, 17. You think that maybe she hasn't seen you, and okay. perhaps her vision is not fantastic. Okay. As this great eye that's staring, that would be the main vision. Yep. It looks grey. In fact, you can spot a little scar going across <gasps> the eyeball. Right. Wait a second. And uh, you're staying very still. Okay. But there, there, it is just staring up. I'm gonna hop up on brambles. Yep. With John. So, so you, so you move backwards. Yeah. Do you do it slowly or quickly? So, oh. Just out of interest. Slow, slow. Slow? Do you yeah. want to roll stealth? Yeah. Not that <laughs> Grim Beryl's known for her stealth, but let's yes, give it a Yes, in fact, I believe Grim Beryl has disadvantage on stealth. Pretty sure. Uh, because of her chain mail. Yes, that's 12. Roll again. 18. 18, so it's a 12. Yeah. Um, you move back You move back very slowly, but you do make noise with your, your, your chain mail naturally makes some noise. Yeah. But you, you move back. And all of the animals are just waiting behind you, poised. They almost sense the tension that you're feeling. Yeah. Um, but uh, what do you do? You hop onto brambles? Hop onto brambles. Yep. Got John sitting up there with me too. Yep. And given that brambles is 
good at climbing he, around. Yeah, he's, he's a goat. Is he he's a giant loud, goat. though, being giant? Uh, it, as a horse would be. It's kind of what I want to do. Yep. Is to get brambles to creep me down in and... In there? Yeah. There is a straight drop. Okay. <laughs> Not that then. Yes. Um, we'll go back around. Yeah, it's a straight point. drop of like 70 feet or something. That's okay. why the, the, this eyeball creature... Yeah. Uh, which you would, not, in fact, make a, uh, make a history check. Seven. Seven? Yeah. Um, you would know the name Beholder. Okay. But this would be the first time you've seen one. Um, you just know them as terrible monsters. Right. Stuff that your grandmother might joke about, like, on, along the same ilk as, like, a dragon might come and take you away. Okay. Um, like, a Beholder might blast you into oblivion. Yeah. In fact, they might, like, sorry. So you know what it is. Yeah. But you don't know anything else about it okay um but uh okay um we'll all go back around to the main entrance you want to go slowly yeah okay roll another stealth (laughs) this would just be normal three 20 so it's gonna be the three (laughs) uh you're, you're actually rolling you can roll for um uh bramble stuff oh, yeah. rather than your own um, so that's a roll. Uh, you may add a hot zero <laughs> to a roll that you make. Okay. Nine. Uh, Brambles is as stealthy as a giant goat hopping <laughs> down a mountain. Um, and he does like hop between boulder to boulder fairly quickly yep. um, down the hillside. Uh, and into the forest, and you managed to get into the forest. Okay. Um, With your heart beating in your chest. <laughs> I'm just going to wait for a second, because yeah. having caused such a ruckus, I assume people are probably going to come out yeah. and try and find me. Okay, so I'm going to move over to uh, the monster <laughs> side of this story. Um, Scrad and Thunk, you guys are chatting away inside uh your quarters have um, we fed the owl yeah you've currently fed actually no you're, you're not chatting away you currently have got a lizard man who's like seriously i don't understand why i have to come and see your quarters we're meant to be preparing for attacks <laughs> <laughs> feeding but i don't it, it, he's sort of walking up the staircase with you he's like i don't understand why what do i need to see iris for oh come on she just wants to congratulate you on surviving you did really? such a great job running away, Lizard Man. She wanted to give you a prize for it. Don't mind Thunk. He's just jealous because you're getting his job. Both of you roll deception. <laughs> With uh, advantage. Roll 20, baby! <laughs> Seriously? Uh, you serious? I want to get a 20 as well. Oh, you might get a 1. I rolled a 4. You rolled a 4? But you get advantage, right? Yeah. yeah. 18. 18. 18. It's pretty good. Both of you are just nodding along. And Lizard's don't really have a lot of great empathy. Like, they don't understand uh, emotions. They're quite easy to deceive, to be honest. Um, and uh, he's like, ah, this will show you perhaps she will, sh- she shall promote me over you and then you shall be the one that has to go out on patrol. Oh, you know damn. what, Lizard Man? You should be running this place and you I reckon? should be running with you. 
You sound just like Aurochs. Wait, Actually, does Aurochs want to run this place? Oh, you can tell that that eyeball has ambitions. Yeah, I know. Um, so he comes up with you and you eventually get to the owlbear, the two owlbears. Um, and what, how does this exchange well, go? Well, as previously established, uh, Thunk has both a hobgoblin streak and a crafty streak. Yes. Uh, so I have attached uh, paper mache eyeballs to the owlbear. <laughs> 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 oh boy! <laughs> Let's just and go I, over I, this. And I've only done it uh, as previously established. I have a, I made a ear shell. Oh! Did you? Okay. Yes. So I crafted an ear shelf called ears. I gone and did. So I imagine you've you've only had like you've only had like at most an hour no. to prepare this. Yes. Okay. So um, please, no, 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 no. We'll do this properly. Uh, what materials would you have at your ex- disposal? I guess you have leather scraps. Leather scraps, um, and you have a lot of like mud and other such things. You're essentially going to and be... reeds from the river downstairs. Oh yeah, uh, and imagine some reeds from the river. Are there any other materials that you think you might have at your disposal? Anything Hein can get me. Did 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 uh, Scrad also help with this endeavor? Mm, actually, probably he didn't. I don't think he has a creative side. You're right. I'm embarrassed no, no, by but, my creative side. Yeah. No, no, it's okay. But I think I think he may have sent Scrat off to find a couple of things. Okay. Like he, if he said to him, "Get this," Scrat would be like, "Yeah." But it was it was it was a it was a clutch hour of of gathering stuff. Um, please make a uh, first. I'd like you to make an animal handling check. Hmm. Yeesh. Fourteen. Fourteen. You managed Are there to get any modifiers on that? Uh, yes, it's wisdom. Wisdom, thirteen. Thirteen. So you managed to get pretty close to one of these owl bears with all the reeds, and mud, and <laughs> and leather scraps. Um, and uh, I would like you to. Oh, there used to be a crafting skill on here. Um, it's sort of dumbed down in the Dungeons and Dragons, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> um, I'd like you to make a sleight of hand I was check. Say, yeah. yeah. Okay. What's the modifier on that? And could you describe a little bit about what you're actually constructing on this owlbear's head? Well, I'll roll and then I'll see how much room I have to describe it. (laughs) (laughs) No hands. Five. (laughs) Let's hear this. Well, so... Can I just be telling Scrat about this? Yes, of course. One hour earlier. Okay, so I made you grab all that stuff, right? Yeah. Because we're gonna lie to the lizard man, right? Oh, okay. And we're not gonna tell him he's going. To, we're not gonna tell him he's gonna be fed to an owlbear. We're gonna say it's Iris. <laughs> That's fun. So I got some leather scraps and I got some reeds. Yeah. And then I got them all, and the owlbear seemed to kind of like it. Oh yeah. But then he got angry, <laughs> and now there's just leather scraps everywhere. <laughs> uh, That's so, okay. So that was a little flashback. Let's cut back to the present, <laughs> where you are with the owl with the lizard. Why are there so many leather scraps oh, here on the as floor? A, as a, as a can, can I, since we're having flashbacks, yeah. Can we flashback? <laughs> I'd like to limit the amount of flashbacks. <laughs> can we flashback okay. to when I gave, uh, when I gave, um, Thunk the Elven Sword? Uh, sure. Don't have an elven sword. Did you give him an Elven Sword? Well, remember how I got the Elven Sword from Tailed? I mean, yeah, you have it. Do you want to give it to mm, him? I. Why not just give it to him now? Wait, no, let's do oh, this. Yeah, I... give it to him now. You're right. No, don't, we don't need a flashback. My bad. No, let's flash it back. No, I don't <laughs> want to. Offer me the elven sword. No. Okay. No, no, we're flashing back. Okay. <laughs> to several minutes before. <laughs> Scrat, is that hey, an elven sword? Remember that time that I killed the old guy? 
What? I did, what? You killed the old guy? Uh, no. <laughs> he's fine. Okay. <laughs> Thunk knows he's dead. Because right. you did just say that you did it. Alright, oh, okay. I'm gonna level with you, Thunk. When you guys left, I ordered the kobolds to kill the old guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I got Sorry, his wedding ring. Yes. I've been wearing it every day. Yes. Saying that I got a sweetheart. And here's his elven sword, because it's too heavy for me. Oh, no thanks. I have a warhammer. Okay. Um, Quite fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, you return several minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, I'll find some fun flashback music to put into the top of this. Um, okay, so you were there with a the lizard man. I love how this was supposed to be just like, let's just feed the lizard man to the <laughs> Come a story on the Albert, um, and uh, he's like, "Why are there so many leather scraps on the ground? Someone should clear this up." Yeah, maybe it should be you. Before you see Iris, where's that guy with the bell? I stab him. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Scrap! Oh, what the hell? <laughs> roll, roll. I guess. Attack. That was chapter five of Escape from Nadir. Along with Hill Cutner and James Ward, we had Elise Phillips returning to play the character of Gwyn Beryl, the dwarven cleric of Pomona. Um, thank you, as always, for listening to the show. And a huge thank you to those of you who have subscribed on Patreon. Um, yeah, it's so lovely of you. Um, also, huge news this week, especially if you live in Australia, is that we have live shows booked for this March. I'm going to be running mini one-shots that last one hour uh, for each of the players from the four fables so far. Tickets for the very first show with the Nomish duo Edvard and Jaren, as played by Raymond and Luke, are available to book now. Uh, the tickets only cost $10 each. Uh, the very first show is on Friday night, March 2nd, and is being hosted by the Improv Conspiracy Theatre here in Melbourne. There will be a link for the tickets in the description of these episodes, but you can also just Google Improv Conspiracy Fate and Fables and it should come up. It's just, it's going to be such a laugh. I can't wait for them. Get booking because it's a small theatre. It's only like 50 seats or something. Oh, it's going to be fun. All right. Well, that's all for this week. My name is Matthew Jackson and this was Fate and Fables.